hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean. This is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, aka Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is the 15th of February 2013, and this is episode 12. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. How is everything with you today? Oh, it is pretty good. Uh, it's uh, it's almost the uh, almost the weekend, which is always always nice. Yes, indeed. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Uh, as as you as you may very well know, I just uh, I just moved into a new house, which was which was a lot of uh, a lot of work. And I am really, really tired. Uh, <laughs> but nevertheless, I have uh, I have this podcast and I have mobile couch to to do before the weekend uh, can begin. So, no, no holding back, no holding back. A- ain't no rest for the jelly. No, no rest, no rest for me. Uh, yeah. Well, have, have you nap. I'll just do the podcast by uh, myself. That's all right. All right. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just take, just be over, over here. Just never mind me. Just every now and then, you know, you just just go, yeah, that's right, and then you can roll back over. Was was that? Oh, well, mm. just just a- Apple iPhone. <laughs> the the sea monkey stole my money. Mm. <laughs> All right, wake up. Okay. So last week we were talking, or was it last week we were talking about BlackBerry or the week before? I don't remember. Maybe the week before. Sometime in the past. I think it was last we week. Were, Okay. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll just, you know, we should just be confident. It was last week. Was we were last talking week. about BlackBerry. And one of the things we were talking about is, um, whether or not this, this release would really, I guess, keep them in, in the market, you know, or if they're just going to continue to kind of fall by the wayside. And one of the things that came out, uh, this week was that, uh, Home Depot, a, a company, uh, in the U.S., it's, um, it, it's pretty much Bunnings. Like it, it, it's exactly like Bunnings except for the color scheme. Right. Like you walk into Home Depot and you go, I feel like I'm in Bunnings because layout is exactly the same. It's weird. And it's weird for me because I came over here and I went into Bunnings and went, this looks exactly like Home Depot. Indeed. Okay. Anyway, so they're dropping, uh, I guess Blackberries from their, uh, workforce. So that's, uh, 10,000 Blackberries that are going to be dropped from employees. Uh, which is, you know, quite a bit when it comes to, you know, like it's a big company. So like that's, that's quite a large amount to lose, even though I, I mean, it's small in the, uh, I guess in the, in the phone market, you know, it, it isn't millions, right? but, but you know, a, a company as big as them saying, no, 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 we're changing everything from Blackberry to iPhones. Like that's, that's going to be a big hit. And then, uh, what I, I didn't know until like this came out, you know, and it was one of those like the background history in the, in the news. It says that, um, in October, 17,000, uh, U.S. federal employees also made the switch from BlackBerry to iPhone. Um, so, you know, in the last, I, I guess we'll say in the last, you know, what, four or five months, they, they've lost 27,000, uh, business people. Right. Uh, and it, it's not, necessarily a sign of the times but it's it's still not good uh, oh no it's yeah 
Yeah, no, it's certainly not good. I mean, especially considering that, as I think we we mentioned, uh, it was actually episode ten, so it was two episodes ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, when we during that episode, I believe that we mentioned that you know BlackBerry has been, at least until now, a business phone, and like, and not much else. Like, you know, there are there are non-business people who use them, but they're in the minority, uh, especially in this kind of day and age of iPhones and Androids. Uh, so, <clears throat> you know, we we were con- we were wondering whether or not, uh, you know, this the the whole new BlackBerry, I guess, uh, would be you know, would, would actually work out for them in, in the better. And, and this is not a good sign of that, you know, coming, uh, coming only weeks after they, you know, announced that, uh, they're essentially rebranding and, and, uh, you know, restarting their, their, uh, their attack on, on the phone market. So I, I think, I think this is, while this, while the numbers are relatively low in the long run, I don't think this is going to be very good for them at all. Yeah, and the Blackberry has put out after you know this uh, after the news of Home Depot dropping them came out uh, that saying oh we have twenty seven hundred unique businesses in North America registered for our BlackBerry BlackBerry ten ready program, which doesn't really explain what that is, but I assume that means you know ready to use BlackBerry ten when it you know releases in in the, their area. Right. But who knows how many people that <clears throat> that actually entails twenty seven hundred unique businesses at. You know, they could be all 10 people businesses, and then that just makes up for the amount they've lost with Home Depot and the U.S. federal government. Right, indeed. Yeah. And that that could be the same people that are already on Blackberries at the moment, so they're not actually gaining anything. They're just not losing anymore. Yeah, fair enough. I, yeah, I don't think this is this is very good for them at all. Uh, it's never it's never good when somebody uh, when somebody decides to drop a particular uh, particular tech uh, because it it tends to be a sign of of what's coming, uh, especially considering that the U.S. government has ha, has uh, dropped uh, dropped it, which is never never a good sign. I think <laughs> <laughs> when, when when government's moving past you, you know you're yeah you're a bit exactly behind. exactly. Uh, because you know a lot of government offices have, are still using things like Windows XP, uh, yeah. so so when 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 you uh, being left behind by government, then you know you know you're done. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. It's the end of the road for you. So uh, you know, rest in peace, BlackBerry. I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough, BlackBerry. Let's move on to a topic. I'm sure you will love personally oh really yes oh uh you've been pining away for this surface news oh yes surface news i'm so (laughs) excited about this tell me more tell me more well the uh surface pro has come out and pretty much been sold out uh well the, the the larger 128 gig version has sold out the 64 gig version hasn't really um but that kind of leaves the question sold out because, you know, it, it did really well, sold out because there wasn't enough stock or some combination of the two, you know, because obviously those are both, you know, could be two completely different situations. Like, you know, if if there were only 100 Surface Pros made, then saying they sold out doesn't really say that much. But if there right. were, 
you know, if there were, you know, 10 million and they all sold out, that's, that's saying something, you know. Indeed. But I think, I think from the news that I read that it's the low stock that's uh, to blame for this because my understanding was that a lot of stores only got like a couple of units each, uh, which says, like, which means that, you know, one person can like basically sell out an entire store's stock uh with a purchase and you know and all that's really needed is is uh is two people yeah so so that's uh so so low stock is definitely something to blame um i should probably back that up with an actual article so i'm gonna go uh, i'm gonna go look up an article for that because you know, <laughs> uh i did i did actually do some reading about this uh, the other yeah. day uh well the, the uh the Ars Techna article that that I'll, that I'll throw in the show notes, um, they they do mention a bit that, uh, you know, with they, they mentioned the the official Surface blog with commenters saying things like local stores didn't eat, didn't even receive one device, right? Let, let alone you know a couple, but but none whatsoever. But that being said, they they've also sold out on their website, which one would think would have you know the majority of the stock. Yeah. Um. But but again. You know, majority of what, what, how much stock? You know, uh, a million or a thousand. Yeah. See, the one of the the, the article that I'm looking at is actually uh, a, a link post uh, on Daring Fireball. Uh, so it would seem that yeah, Best Buy's. Uh, have reported having them for sale, but people who actually attempted to purchase them at the Best Buys uh, weren't actually able to get them. Uh, the uh, the blog Virtual Pants. That's a, that's a great a, name. That's a blog title I can get behind. Um, Virtual Pants has a short article saying that. Uh, I can, in fact, I'm just going to read the whole thing to you because it's so it's so very short. Uh, it's one paragraph, uh, or maybe two. Uh, when this when a new product sells out on launch day, it means one of two things: it's a hot product, or they didn't make enough. Unfortunately for Microsoft, it appears that the Surface Pro falls into the latter category. Uh, my local Northern Virginia Microsoft store sold out in 15 minutes, which means there wasn't much to sell. The local Best Buy sold out too, but only received one unit. The local Staples received and sold a whopping two units. Selling out on a launch day doesn't mean very much when there isn't anything to sell in the first place. Yeah. So... Uh, so it, it would seem that I don't know they didn't they didn't seem to really put many many units out there into into the stores uh, to be sold and that doesn't necessarily mean that some of the some of the you know uh, larger stores in larger areas didn't receive more uh, more more units but if like if a lot of stores are getting one or two units. That's not a good sign. Yeah, and I mean, even even that brings up more questions because is is that uh, you know Microsoft just gave a couple so that you know they could say they sold out, or did they really not expect people to want them? You know, you know what I mean. Like, why why would you only send a store two if you expected to actually make some sales? Right. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I think I think it's one of those things that uh, you know it's. 
the the biz it's it's in the business's best interest to do to, to you know to be able to say that they sold out of of items but it's also one of those things where uh you know a lot of a lot of this sort of stuff is is hard to get rolling uh, i mean i remember when you know when the iphone was first released in australia and uh i mean i live in canberra which is the capital and i mean that's not necessarily it's not necessarily a huge city uh, but it's, you know, it's big enough that there were, you know, people, there was lines of, you know, 20 or 30 people at, at a store to be able to pick up an, an iPhone. Right. And, uh, and there wasn't enough to go around, but that being said, the store wasn't receiving two. So, yeah. you know, they, they received at least, you know, a couple of each of the different sizes, uh, you know, if not more. And a lot of people, you know, most people didn't come away. You know, most people people came away with a phone, uh, in, in some in some regard. So, you know, I, I think it's one of those things that they they just didn't they didn't make enough. And uh, you know, I mean, it's good that obviously they you know they've got enough interest that people are actually going and finding out that they're out of stock. You know, and yeah. that the stock is out, but. <laughs> But that still doesn't really say very much for you know for how many they like for how many they made. Although I guess in you know in their opinion, if if they only expected to sell the amount that they actually made, they did better than they thought. Yeah, because <laughs> people want it. I, I, I've also heard, um, and I, I honestly don't remember where I heard this, so I'm I'm going to pretend uh, that it was from a reputable source uh, that they were saying that. Um, what they consider may may be happening is that Microsoft might be using this just kind of as a trial run, right. like the, this this version of the Surface, just kind of go, all right, you know, we'll put something out there, you know, we'll we'll get the, get our foot in the door, see what people like or don't like about it, and then version two will be like the really good one that that's actually going to be, you know, we'll we'll actually stock and that kind of thing. Oh, I know what they were they were comparing it to, um. The ThinkPad, uh, which is now Lenovo, but used to be IBM's right. uh, computer. Yeah. Like what what they did is when they released theirs, they didn't they don't you know they don't make you know sixty million of them, and then when they sell it, they make another batch. They just make one batch when that sells out. They're like all right, well you know we'll make a new version of it, right? And that you know and so that you know it's the you know ThinkPad X nine now or you know whatever it happens to be. Uh, and, you know, that comes out whenever they were ready for it to come out. So they're thinking that, may, you know, this might, that might be the the route that Microsoft's taking with this. You know, this is the, the Surface version one. And when it's done, it's done. And then we, you know, later on we'll release this, you know, Surface version two. That seems like a very weird, uh, weird track to take with, with like selling devices like this though. Because, I mean, you look at all of the other devices, they're basically, uh, you know they're basically a piece of hardware in the box and you like you know you you, you take it out you you hold on to it for you know a, a couple of years if 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 the um and, you know and, and people are holding on to tablets for for you know at least a couple of years yeah. uh you know because because they treat them like they're you know actual PCs uh but you know if a if Microsoft is basically re- releasing new versions every time that they, uh, every time they create the product, that doesn't seem like it's a very good thing for for the 
users of these devices because it basically means that your device is already out of date you know by the time it sells out yeah uh which in the case of certain stores 15 minutes (laughs) (laughs) your product has a lifespan of 15 minutes (laughs) amazing so look i don't know i don't know what's really happening here uh i i don't think it's i i think it's probably both a a combination of the underestimation by Microsoft of how well this product is going to sell uh, because, I mean, granted, I'm not saying that it sold well because you can't really say that it sold well if you, if, they, if there was, you know, if it sold out but there was only... You know, if there was nothing to sell. You know, if they only made, you know, 500,000 devices and once, you know, and they all sold out, that's not really very many consider- when you consider that, you know... Uh, iPhones and iPads and and Android tablets in their first you know in their first few f- few weeks sell quite a serious amount more than that, right? Uh, especially iPhones and iPads, uh, they typically sell in the millions in the first uh, in in the first you know few weeks. So and they and more and more every 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 single time every single release. So yeah, I think I think. This is underestimation by Microsoft, and I think it's definitely a, a matter of uh, Microsoft not really, not really being of the same caliber as as their as their competitors at the moment. Okay. Mm. The, well, at the same time, they're they're still in the learning phase. You know, does I guess they're no, oh, I don't know. No, they're still messing up. <laughs> but but it, Look, it's 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 better than you know. If if Google or Apple released a product with with the same mistakes, given where they are in the market, yeah, I guess Microsoft has the being in like essentially last place. You can make more mistakes and still get away with it. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, you know Microsoft can't stay in last place for very much longer. If they continue to stay in last place, then they're just going to die and go the way of BlackBerry. Blackberry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Microsoft's depressing me. Let's let's move on to a happier company. Well, let's let's move on to uh, let's move on to something super happy, and we all know what's super happy. You know what's super happy. I know you know what's super happy. Jelly and Bean is super happy. That's uh, true. It is. It is. And we last week made the announcement that I had picked up a bunch, a batch, a bunch of t-shirts. Well, I guess it's kind of a bunch of t-shirts, but. It's a batch of t-shirts. Uh, either way, uh, this batch of t-shirts meant that I wanted to give some away to our listeners. And so that's what I did. Uh, what I've done, it, what I did last week was we, we asked a question uh, and asked you guys to respond. And, uh, and so we've, we, got a, we got some responses in. And uh, in my generosity i guess and possibly because i have plenty of t-shirts and just want to give give them all away i've decided to give an extra t-shirt away so we're going to have we're going to give away three t-shirts uh three t-shirts today which is awesome Uh, well it'll be even more awesome for the people receiving it 
totally totally so uh so there the three t-shirts that uh the well the t-shirts that we had uh a picture is a, in fact i'm wearing one right now uh is an illustration of uh jelly me and me and you uh you and or rather you and i for the grammatical uh people out there uh each holding uh so you're holding a a lightsaber and i'm holding a jaffa staff weapon uh, this is an illustration that was done specifically for the t- for the t-shirts and can be found on the Facebook page. Uh, so people have probably seen it before. Uh, so the question that we asked last week was... And now I've got to find the question where I wrote it down. So what uh, in what episode... I keep, I keep saying this the wrong way around. Uh, what did... Uh, what did you, Bean, what did you say when you imitated my mum and which episode was it in? So the answer to that question is it was in episode four, uh, FTPing... I had it up on the screen and now I've... I've, I've I, is it, was it FTPing into your parallax scrolling? That's the one. Like that? It's, yeah, FTPing into your parallax scrolling. Uh, and the quote was... <laughs> Daniel, it says if I forward these 10 cat pictures around, I'll find happiness. So I've forwarded them to you. That's, that, yeah. was, uh, that was my impression of Bean's impression of my mum. Although it wasn't a very good impression. I should do it again. Ready? <laughs> Daniel, it says that if I forward these 10 cat pictures around, I'll find happiness. So I've forwarded them to you. There we go. See, I don't know who should be more offended with that, uh, <laughs> me, me or your mother. Uh, both, both, I think. Uh, so, so we got we got, we got some answers, and so I'm giving uh, I'm giving three shirts away. So I should probably uh, I should probably figure out what what, what the list is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, all right, here we go. The list is the list is uh, Mark Haywood from Facebook. Yay. Uh, Jono Hayward from Twitter. Their names sound familiar. Mm. Their names sound very familiar. Yes. <laughs> and and Lauren Milsom uh, from Facebook. If you're listening and you didn't get a T-shirt but you didn't enter, then well, like that would be why. Yeah, I, that would be why. I can't really help <laughs> you with that. Uh, you know, we we we. Uh, I, I gave. Out so many hints over the course of the week to try and you know to try and get people to 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 enter. So you've uh, you've you, you you missed out. Sorry, guys, but it's you know. Well, I'm not really sorry. Just you know, do better next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe they were just waiting to see what the t-shirts look like. So now, so now that there'll be three more people wearing them, uh, you know, maybe the next time we have a contest, they'll be a little more uh, interested in, in entering. Indeed, and uh, at some point during the next few weeks, probably uh, there will be. Uh, I will be opening up for people to actually uh, to pre-order these, uh, pre-order from another batch of these shirts. So you will be able to get in on the action if you like, uh, but you missed out on getting a free one. Yeah, so they'll have to pay for their bunch of batch shirts or batch of bunch shirts. Indeed, indeed, uh, you'll have to pay for them. Sad times. All right. Well. How about we move on from from happy thoughts to slightly less happy thoughts because it's Facebook. Oh, Facebook. <laughs> but but this time it's about positive things that Facebook is doing. Really? Is po- yes. is Facebook doing anything positive? 
Well, I mean, it's not like positive, like, you know, uh, you know, giving, giving orphans a home positive, but <laughs> po- positive in like not negative and, and good for, for them and, and some of our, our data. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Okay. Continue. Tell, tell me, <laughs> tell me the good things that Facebook is doing. Well, a article came out, uh, earlier this week, uh, about some of the ways that Facebook has been, uh, I guess securing itself against, uh, hacks and, you know, that, that kind of thing, you know, uh, people putting in, like, hijacking the code and stuff like that. Things that sound scary. Right. Um, and one of the things they've been doing is the executives have been essentially faking attacks on Facebook to see how the security teams respond. So okay. they had, they, they had some, I forget, I think they called it the, the red team of developers. Okay. Um, take some, some, like, custom malware, put it on another engineer's computer, um, and it kind of went out into the Facebook system and kind of, uh, I guess you want to say, oh, had, had a bit of a, a backdoor to use a, uh, a movie term. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and then, you know, so, you know, it, I, I don't remember what it did. It essentially, it, it gave someone who knew that exact, you know, URL the ability to get in and kind of take control of certain, you know, systems. Um, and eventually, like, some, they, sorry, the security team works with uh, a member of the FBI, just kind of to, I guess, keep involved with, you know, threats that are to them and, you know, I guess because a lot of people have a lot of personal information on Facebook, you know, it is, it's kind of important to, you know, the FBI pays attention to them. Um, but they, you know, one of their contacts kind of sent them an email saying, Hey, I don't know if you guys seen this. This is, you know, something, you know, this, this link here looks like, you know, it could be pretty bad. Uh, you guys should look into this. And of course he was part of the, uh, the test as well. Okay. Um, so they see this and they go, they go, you know, they go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how does this get here? What do we, you know, how do we fix this? How long has this been here? And, you know, they go searching, you know, like it takes hours and, you know, they're, they're obviously they're stressing out because they should be because it's, it's a big issue. And, um, you know, they go through all this stuff and, you know, it's essentially a way to see for the execs to see, okay, what happens in situations like this? You know, do they just fall apart? Do, do they work together? Do they, you know, how, how long does it take them to find, you know, to actually solve it and fix the issues and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to see here if I can see how long it actually, um, how long it actually took them to, to fix it. Um, uh, it, it says during, it says like during the next 24 hours, a couple dozen employees from eight internal Facebook teams scoured server logs, engineers, laptop, and other crime scene evidence until they had their answer. The engineer's fully patched laptop had been targeted by a zero-day exploit that allowed hackers to seize control of it. And it says, you know, it was was all part of an uh, elaborate plot, but obviously he was still, you know, like it was a real exploit that they they were able to find on him, so it isn't like they just, you know, used his password to get in and install install something on his laptop. Like, they actually got into his computer and used that to to go on by there. And and the the back door was a, a legitimate back door. Um, they were, you know, eventually able just to kind of, you know, comment out and that kind of fix the issue. Um, but that's, that's a pretty, I think it's a pretty interesting way to go about it. 
And I, I think that's probably the, the only way to actually go about it, you know, to, to really see what they're going to do is, is to give them an, an actual, uh, I guess almost an actual hack, even though it, it is kind of, um, but benign in the sense that, you know, it isn't someone actively trying to hurt them, but, you know, using, I guess, methods that could actually hurt them if, if they wanted to. Right. One, the, uh, there's a similar sort of uh, thing that happens with uh, with browsers, I think, and it happens fairly regularly. In that uh, there's a there's a like a hack uh, hacking workshop or something. I don't really know what to call it. Well, how uh, about a hackathon? Could be a hackathon. Although, see, it's weird because the hack has like the word hack has become somewhat. Uh, has been somewhat hijacked by by <laughs> you know people who who do like coding in a day like in a single day and they code like you know or or in a weekend where they code like a little project and they release it and that's they call it a hack or, or, or whatever yeah uh not one of those um what i'm talking about is an actual like an actual event where uh people are given you know basically you know fully full fully fledged versions of, of browsers uh and uh you know uh, are encouraged to find uh find issues in them that could you know lead them to you know be uh find vulnerabilities in in you know in, in a system and you gain access to people's computers. Uh, I know that Chrome, Google, Google actually uh, gives a prize on, I think it's a yearly basis where they, where they, you know, award a prize. If somebody can actually, um, if someone, somebody can actually find a way to hack into Chrome uh, and then they, you know, what they, they take that information away to, uh, and, uh, and basically plug the hole and move on to the next thing. So it's, you know, actually, actually hacking and getting somebody to to break into the system is uh, is is really a an excellent way to find these holes because that's that's the um, and that's why a lot of a lot of hackers are being like actual hackers are being uh, are being employed by companies such as Facebook and and the like uh, because because they they use them to uh, to find vulnerabilities in their security uh, and uh, in their in their systems. So yeah, so it's, it's one of those things with Facebook. You guys say whatever else you think about them, they at least want to make sure that the data they have is secure with them. Now, what they do with that data is a different story. But at least you know they're they're making sure it only they only give it away to people as opposed to having it stolen. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, they they don't want you know giving away the data or rather selling the data is uh, is how they make their money. Uh, you know, and then that let me let me kind of quantify that uh, they're not selling your data so like you know brandon they haven't sold information about you specifically to to a company uh who that's, is now- that's because they're waiting for the price to get a bit higher yeah. so they're just kind of you know playing, yeah. playing the game right right so you know it's it's not like there's a company out there right now that has has you know has on their computer screen you know a, a profile of you you know Brendan Maines you know lives you know lives here does a podcast called Jillian Bean uh, you know they don't have that sort of they don't use that sort of information what they do use is things is statistics based on that Sim- similar to exactly what well similar to exactly 
similar to what the government does uh, with the census every year. They, you know, they gather all this personal information and they work out statistics with it. You know, uh, how many people have worked at a particular company? Uh, how many, you know, how many males are there in, you know, the the Western, uh, in in Western Australia? How many, uh, how many people uh, enjoy biking on, you know, in in San Francisco? Things like that, like stuff that, uh, st- stuff that isn't necessarily really super personal, but is interesting to know, and is kind of like, and you kind of make up part of the whole. In in, this, right. in that sort of a situation, but they don't have like your specific details, and they don't generally sell that on because it means nothing to anybody, uh, you know, except if somebody wants to actually steal your identity. And right. Facebook isn't going to sell your information so that somebody can steal your identity. That's not how it works. Uh, or they'd be shut down pretty quick. <laughs> uh, so you know f- the the fact that facebook is you know, it's it's in their best interest to be able to secure that data so that people can so that their data can you know the data can be sold and people actually have to come to facebook to buy the buy access to that data and i mean they use it for other stuff as well like you know the graph search that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago uh you know that that's that's the same sort of stuff that the the search is uh, that the data is being used for but you know that's just a that's that's a uh that's kind of like the prize for you, you know, entering in your data. If you put your data in, then you can have this cool feature. But we actually don't want your data for that cool feature. We want your data to be able to to make money off of your data, uh, right. with advertising and with you know statistics uh, stuff and that like all all manner of uh, things. Uh, but most mostly advertising. Uh, so it's. Yeah, it's an interesting, like it's it's an interesting thing, like that you know that, that they've got all this data and everybody kind of uh, you know makes a big fuss about it, but it's in their best interest to make sure that that is um, secure. So it looks like they're they're, they're taking that uh, taking that very seriously. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah well, yes. Let's move on to. Another, another company, but this one, I promise you'll actually like. Oh, really? Really? But, but serious like, not sarcastic like. Serious like. Serious like. Okay. Yeah. Serious like. Apple. Apple! My favorite. Yes. Yep. It's true. I I knew it. Yep. Um, well, have you heard that, uh, Apple is working on a watch like device? That I I will christen the iWatch because I'm sure no one's thought of that before. Nobody nobody can have thought of that. Uh, I have heard of this. It has been in the pipeline for for quite some time, actually. Uh, it's one of those rumors. It's one of those things where there is a lot of products that people want Apple to make. Uh, there's also because if you if you think about it, like there's also uh, there was there's also the Apple TV, which and I don't mean like the little uh, the little puck thing, the little black puck. Uh, I mean the like the actual TV device, right? Uh, and there's always been like ever since the actual Apple, like the the existing Apple TV came out, there's always been rumors of pe- that you know they would uh, release a an actual screen TV, uh, Apple TV. 
Which about what we'll say Apple Television. Yeah, when, the, when you the mean, Apple when Television. You the, so yes. you know, the, the, an actual <laughs> Apple Television, uh, which you know it has been also in in the in rumors for for a while. So I, I think I personally I think it's just another one of those things. Uh, but that being said, uh, there were there were rumors about them developing tablet devices for about ten years before they re- before they released the uh, the iPad, and you know, it turns out that was actually right. But it could also so, mean it all, it could also mean that we won't get a, a watch for another ten years. Right. Well, see, I, uh, I want to say that because there's already. Um, like I said, there's there's already an interest with things like uh, what is it the the Pebble Watch? Is that what it is? There the yeah the Pebble Watch, the Kickstarter project where that you put the the Nano in a watch band essentially. Well, no, no, no. The the Pebble Watch is actually is actually a watch. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, yeah. I I actually I actually backed that project. Uh, so it's it's actually a fully fledged uh, system in and of itself. Uh, this is a watch that connects to either iPhones or Android devices. Uh, it has a little e-ink screen on it, and it can do things like receive, uh, like receive notifi- notifications about your email and your text messages and stuff from your phone, and display it on the watch face. Uh, you can also get like notifications of incoming calls. Uh, it, it's capable of like vibrating, so you can get like you, so your messages come through, and you get a little silent uh, alert that isn't quite as you know isn't as uh, I guess uh, noisy as you know say the phone can be when it's sitting on a table and vibrating. So it's right. uh, you know it's it's uh, like it's actually a fully fledged system, and it hooks up to your phone via Bluetooth. So see if, if I just if I don't follow the news enough, I just say statements like that, and it gives you an excuse to explain it to everybody. It's true. It's true. It's it's exposition, but in a good way. <clears throat> yeah. They, well, those those are um have been uh, like the the project was obviously backed, and uh, they're supposed to be shipping. Uh, actually, they're shipping right now. They're shipping um they're shipping over the next few weeks. So uh, to the first uh, first, you know thousands of backers that they received because their their project was like one of the most backed projects uh, in kickstarter history i think it was like 10 million dollars or something like it was ridiculous (laughs) uh it was it was huge but yeah that's 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 so that's that's not an official iwatch but uh so what you're saying is that uh, there are rumors that there was there is actually an iwatch in in development by apple Right. And what I, what I was saying before was I, I think because there's an interest in, uh, I guess devices that kind of, you know, work well with your phone, you know, with your, with your, your iPhone, that kind of stuff. Like a, a, Apple knows there's already a market for it. Right. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's already people willing to pay money for it. So it isn't like, Ooh, we released this. Well, people actually like it. Like you already know people actually like it because there's, you know, there's already quite a, you know, quite an interest in, in the Pebble and in the other types of similar products that are out there. Indeed. Yeah, look, I I think it's one of those things where, uh, where you know, smart watches exist at the moment, uh, and they're very they're very um, very popular because uh, because they are useful and they like it's it's one of those things where sometimes you you just can't pull out your phone it's just not uh not something that you can do but you can look at your watch 
Right. And uh, if you're like if you're in a hurry to get somewhere and you, you can like and you don't want to have to fish your phone out, uh, or if your phone is uh, inaccessible, I know for instance that you know uh, the bag that I carry to and from clients' offices is it's a backpack, right? It has a pocket mm. specifically for putting your phone into. But the problem is is that when my phone's in there, I can't actually do anything with it. Like I can listen to my podcasts, but what happens if my podcast ends like while I'm halfway there? there right uh so you know and you know it's 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 very much a first world problem there where i you know i have to take the bag you know put the bag down and and you know find the fish around for the phone and you know start the podcast again zip it all back up put it up what what a terrible it's like it's like i mean that's that doesn't seem like a pain but it's those sort of things that little yeah like the advances in technology are just kind of uh, just kind of fixing especially at the moment like i mean really like who who why do we need to be able to talk on twitter uh non-stop every day all the time forever we don't uh it's a first world first world thing and you know this is the sort of stuff that a lot of technology now is just take is just kind of uh eradicating you know the 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 issue i guess uh from our lives and it's not really an issue if it, you know if if the technology didn't exist in the first place if that makes yeah. sense I think it does. So yeah, I, I think I think it would be a very useful device. Uh, you know, I'm, and like I said, I've I've got a Pebble on its way at some point. Uh, I'm not. I don't think mine mine has actually shipped yet. Uh, but you know, a lot of people have already received theirs, and uh, like I would, I would probably buy it. I honestly would, because I would just buy pretty much. I, I would buy a lot of things that Apple Apple made. Uh, by a lot of things, do you mean anything or everything? No, no, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean a lot of things in that, uh, you know, there are certain, like, I'm not going to buy, I'm not going to buy a, like an actual desktop Mac. I don't, I don't have any need for, for one and it's just not going to happen. But, you know, if a device actually is going to be useful to me and having a device that hooks up to my watch uh, sorry, up to my phone that I can wear as a watch. Uh, that that is useful to me. I think that's I think that would be something that I would use, and that's why I ordered a Pebble. Uh, and look, I'm you know I'm I would be keen to try out something that Apple made because you know I like the way that they do things, and I you know that's that's just how I feel. But on the other hand, if Apple does release the Apple Television, it might take me a while to actually get to that because. Well, I already have a nice television, and I have a puck, you know, the Apple Apple TV puck, uh, and I'll, you know, I'm I'm perfectly happy to use use that or one of right. its predecessor, like you know, one of its, uh, you know, future versions, generations, whatever, uh, until you know, until the TV carks it, and then I'll, and then I'll move on to an Apple television. Mm. Yeah. So then your your house would just be a big Apple store. My house pretty much is an Apple store. <laughs> I, I was uh, we we walked into a me and me and Mel walked into a, an Apple store once, uh, and I don't know why we were talking about this, but I was I was remarking on the 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 tables that they have in there. You know the big wooden tables with made out of really chunky kind of wood. Mm. They're really well. They're really beautiful like they're just nice looking really 
good tables uh, and they feel solid and stuff. Um, you know, I would, I would, you know, I would be very happy to have all of my furniture look to look like that <laughs> and be that solid. Uh, you know, perfectly happy. And in fact, I, I believe I saw somebody who made their office into, uh, like, modeled their home office on on an Apple Store. <laughs> I'll have to find the pictures for that because it's uh, it, it was pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm I I will be disappointed if uh, when Ruby and I next come to visit you and Mel, if there isn't a room in your house that doesn't that looks like the Apple Store. Yeah, well, I don't think that's going to happen for a little while. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I don't have the money for it. There, there's, there's still time. Indeed, indeed. Um, can I can I try a really terrible segue to the next topic? If that was your segue, then yes, that was very terrible. No, no, I have another one that's just as bad. Oh, really? It's like, it's like hey, Jelly, I'm bored. I'm going to go play video games. <laughs> or, <laughs> or wait, maybe we'll just talk about them. Oh, right. yeah, that was that was possibly worse i don't know how you beat the beat the can i make a <laughs> can i make an awful segue segue but yeah that was de- definitely bad yeah well i, I just I, I hit you with all the bad ones at once good good all right so let's talk next gen console rumors next gen console rumors yeah you know what i i think for certain topics we should have sound effects well that was my sound effect for next gen console rumors you should you should uh after you, you know, we're done with the show. You should just cut that or copy <laughs> it really into its own little thing and just use it every use time. It every time, yeah. I should just, well, you, I you, should just make it available as a ringtone for people. Yes, that would be great. <laughs> Next gen console rumors. There we go. <laughs> All right, hit me. All right. hit me with console rumors. Oh, that'd be painful. All right, so PS3 first because it's the one with the least amount of rumors. So we'll just get it out of the way. Or PS4 okay. actually. Uh, the Sony has announced that there will be some sort of event on the 20th of February. So you know, a little under a week. Um, they haven't really said anything else. Right. Just that you know, February 20th, 2013 you know something will happen type thing and they have like a little teaser video that just has the uh the four symbols from the playstation controller the you know the the triangle circle x and square just all kind of like dramatic with exciting music in the background and it just has kind of fades to the date so kind of lightning bolts or something like electricity (laughs) because it's shocking it is it's shocking um well again doesn't really say anything but the kind of the thought that everyone's having is that this is where they're, when they're going to announce the playstation 4 right um again that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be selling the playstation 4 anytime soon but this they're now they're possibly announcing it um, right well this it, the, look this this video uh really seems like it's one of those little invites that get sent out to events uh apple pretty much does it every single time uh and I use that as an example because a lot of the time they actually, the invite itself suggests what they're going to be announcing. Uh, you know, f- as, as an example, uh, they, when they announced uh, the 
one of the one of the uh, like the second or the third generation iPad. It was a picture of uh, the iPad screen. I think it was like Retina. It looked like it was Retina, and they figured out that it was Retina because of the how how high quality the screen looked. But then they also right. figured out what date it was going to be released on because of the calendar icon in it and stuff like that. So, you know, <laughs> if uh, uh, but th- this sort of that sort of invite is becoming a real trend in the in the tech industry. So I wouldn't be surprised if this happens uh if if sony's picked up on that for this yeah well it's i, I don't the video i don't think is that subtle it's one of the things like i i'm from even me watching it i'm you know not in the industry at all i kind of feel like that's what they're announcing yeah well you know? yeah well look um it but it's one of those things where uh apple is highly regarded as being the company uh that you know as far as like announcing things and generating hype for for products uh, and for product releases, they are possibly the best company in the world that you know for for doing that. You know, even if even if you don't like their products, you have to admit that uh, the hype generated by them is is enormous. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it it makes sense that people would start to copy that you know and start to use the same sort of techniques that Apple uses in order to you know generate hype for their products and uh, and do it in their own way. And I'm not saying that you know PlayStation's ripping off at, at Apple in any in any way. Uh, it's it's one of those things. You know, uh, good good. What is it? Good artists cop- copy great artists still. So yeah. You know, <laughs> This is, uh, you know, this is this is one of those things where, where uh, you know, it's it makes sense for them to be able to generate the hype for their for their upcoming launch. They want people to be excited about it because they don't want, they don't want to have the same situation last time. I guarantee it, where the PlayStation Three came out and it was like, you know, what was it like a thousand dollars, and people yeah. people took one look at it and went, oh gosh, I'm just going to hold on to my PlayStation Two for a while. I think right, so. Yeah, look, you know, I, I think, I think, you know, I think you're right. I think this is probably their, their, their uh, announcement for the PlayStation Four. I would, uh, I guess, we'll we'll wait until, uh, we'll wait until next week. Yeah, so ho- hopefully we'll be able to talk about it on the next podcast. But it, it really depends on, um, I guess, how much information is released when. Right, uh, of course, because you know that's always it's one of those funny things with you know. Because it's it's the twentieth in the states, and then it's also our recording date. You know when we, when we record and all that kind of stuff. So if not if not next week, then the week after. But we will obviously keep keep you listeners in the loop. In the loop. Yep. That's the <laughs> that's the in the loop sound effect. Oh, that, that's good. You should record that one as well. <laughs> all right. Uh, so the other the other major console that's coming out the next gen console is the x the new xbox that is true um this one is i I guess there's there's more rumors but there's not they're not necessarily any more substantial right Um, well rumors never rumors exactly (laughs) um now uh not quite a rumor but i i think we talked about this a while back uh that there is a countdown on uh major nelson who's the i think director of programming for xbox live right. on his blog that counts down to um i, I want to say it counts down to e3 yep uh and so i guess the rumor, rumor involved with that and we talked about this last time was that that's when the xbox is going to be released so i assume 
if that was the case before, I assume it's still the case now. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but some some more possible details are leaking about the new Xbox. And, and again, we did mention some of them before, but now there's even more, more details. Yep. Uh, one of them is that uh, it, requ- it requires Connect and comes packaged with it. Right. Um, it'll, it'll be a, a new and improved Connect, but it'll still be, you know, a, a similar, you know, similar product. Yep. Um, same sort of, same sort of thing, but just, you know, yeah. capable of detecting your movements even, even more, you know, precisely, I guess. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's supposed to be able to, the, the new, suppose, again, everything we, everything I'm saying about this is rumor, so I'm just going to stop saying supposedly, because everyone should just assume it. I, I've started every sentence with that. Um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be able to track fingers. Right. Like not just hands, but like Fingers. the fact that, you know, your, your thumbs in a certain position and that kind of stuff. Um, even supposed to be able to uh, read your certain facial expressions, mm-hmm. uh, and be able to track, I think, a lot more people in a room, uh, so that you can, you know, like in- instead of, I-, I think right now it can do two maybe. Yeah. And, and now it's supposed to be able to do like six to eight. Yep. Uh, which is, you know, quite a, quite a, quite a difference. Cause that mean, you know, you could have a bunch of people over. And you, you just, you know, jump in when, when you want to jump in and it goes, okay, that's, that's Jelly. Oh, no, Jelly's left now. It's Brandon playing, you know. Yep. And it's capable uh, of doing that to a, to an extent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So new and improved connect and mandatory connect. And then, uh, one of the other things is that, uh, it'll be able to run multiple games at once. Uh, not like split screen type run multiple games, but in the sense that, you know, you, you open up, uh, you know, Call of Duty, and then you go. Oh, I want to check Twitter. So you, you know, you, you go back to the, the Twitter app, and Call of Duty kind of pauses, goes to the background. The Twitter app comes forward. You do what you need to do, and then you go back to Call of Duty without having to like actually start the game over again. Like it's still running, and you, you've just paused it. I don't know. That seems uh, that seems kind of weird. Uh... That like that's that's assuming that people aren't able to do that on you know on the secondary devices that they have them on them all the time, which is strange because you know given that Microsoft has re- you know released their their smart glass app, then clearly they recognise that people are you know are using uh, are using phones and stuff while they're playing games. So I I don't I don't really see the purpose to that. It looks like it's like it's kind of like a solution looking for a problem, right? Uh, yeah. So well, see, I, I, I've with with me like the thing that, that I think that would help at least with issues that I've run into. It's not necessarily you know opening up you know six games at the same time, but a lot of times, um, like all right, we we use our Xbox here for uh, like to watch movies and shows on, right? So it could be possible, like I'm playing a game, and then we go, oh, you know, it's 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 time for lunch or dinner or whatever. So let's, you know, throw on a show. Well, normally I have to go, all right, save the game, back to the main, you know, back to the Xbox home, you know, switch over to the video player, play that. This way I could just go, all right, pause the game, you know, kind of, you know, move it off to the side, bring the the video forward, and play that, and then just go right back to where I was. Right. Okay. Um, well, that makes sense. Well, I, I again, again, it's, it's one of those. It's, it's 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 one of those first world problems, like we were talking about before. It, yeah, you know, well, it isn't. It isn't a, a terrible thing to you know have to spend that extra minute to get the game back to where you were. But 
you know, it's 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 still a nice ability. Or or even, you know, you're you're playing a game and you go, oh, uh, I got to check something on, you know, the the hard drive for the Xbox. You 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 know, you can go into the settings and change something, and then go right back into your game without having to restart the whole process. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, okay, you've you've uh, you've convinced me that that's somewhat <laughs> useful. Yeah, like it, it isn't one of those uh, deal breaker type things, but I, I think it'd be a nice bonus to have. But you know, who knows? Um, and the other, I guess, there's two other major major rumors. Uh, one of them is that uh, it requires installations of games, and that it does it kind of on its in in the background. So you know, you'll put in. I'll just say Call of Duty because it's the only game I can think of at the moment. Um, and you know, you put in Call of Duty, you start to play it. As you're playing it, it's installing the, the disc to the hard drive. Okay. And then the, the 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 thinking again, all rumors, is that you know the next time you go to play, you won't actually, you may not actually need the disc. But who knows if they'll do that? Because right now, you know, you install, you still need the disc because that's how they stop piracy. Yeah. Um. But even that's kind of related to the last rumor. And this is the final rumor, so that's why it's the last. <laughs> and that is that uh, it won't allow you to play used games anymore. Oh. And that it's all new games. Interesting. Which would, would kind of work well with the, you know, one installation and then you don't need to use the disc any longer. Right. right. Because you're stuck, you know, once, once it's installed, it's yours type stuff. Yep. So the disc essentially um, just becomes a... A transportation device, same as like right. a, like an offline version of downloading the game. Interesting. Right. Yeah. No. That's uh. That's very. That's very strange. Mind you, with the with the you know install requiring installations and and uh, you know multiple games and that's like and having apps and stuff running in the background. It sounds like they're trying to turn this turn the Xbox into Windows, <laughs> which uh, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be outside of you know <laughs> the potential of what Microsoft likes to do, given right. you know, given that they basically have taken on the Windows branding as their own. Uh, you know, so, but I mean, it's. I mean, some of this, some of the stuff is kind of kind of useful, but you know, I I, I buy a lot of my games uh, secondhand because I can't. You know, I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't like having to spend you know up to sixty, eighty dollars a game, uh, right? You know, especially if it's one that I might, I may very well buy it and not actually enjoy it, and then and yeah. then what do I do? I'm stuck with yeah. it. Like I can't even sell it back anymore. So uh, that you know requiring the installs seems like it's a like that's a move that was required by i guess the gaming industry i think that's i think that's a terrible uh a terrible thing to do um especially when you consider like for instance um uh amazon is actually doing with the kindle they're doing a thing where they're, they're setting up technology and they uh where you can actually lend books or borrow books and uh, I think I saw I saw an article the other day about that they were they were developing technology to uh, to be able to sell re- uh, used ebooks, which sounds okay. which sounds weird, but there's no reason why you could why you couldn't do that. Like uh, especially if you know if part of the money goes to, goes towards uh, the actual writers and stuff. Right. So they essentially just say you know they delete it off your Kindle. 
right delete it from your account right you get you know you might get a three dollars back on your you know ten dollar purchase yep and they sell it again for eight dollars you know yeah so or or whatever so they, they still make a bit of money i get it for slightly cheaper and you've gotten rid of it right exactly so i you know i i think that that sort of like that sort of technology i mean it's it's starting to exist even though you know digital digital products are typically seen as you you have it and therefore you know you you, you're stuck with it uh it's it's one of those things where it's where we're in a time where this sort of thing everything is possible everything and there's no reason why you like why like limiting these things uh rather than finding a way to make it uh make it legal is is like old thinking and that's what's that's what's kept us stuck with things like uh cds and dvds uh to this at, at this stage where you know and and things like drm and uh you know people taking on piracy and stuff like that you know that it would be so much better for everybody if the if the companies behind these products actually just kind of sat down and went okay well how can we make this better as opposed to how can we stop people from trying to get our content you know the way that we don't want them to right and you know by by producing methods like uh, like this where you can where you can borrow content uh or you know or or re- like sell on uh used content there's no reason why you why that couldn't couldn't happen and still you know some give you know give a kickback to the original uh the original uh producers of the content so I, I I don't know. It's it's I I would like to see I would like to see them uh, find a way that makes the makes the process better rather than just uh, bowing to the like bowing to game development companies and you know and saying that you know in saying that they have to you know have to stop people from selling the games on because they don't get any kickbacks. You know that's right. that's very sad for you. But well, I, I was reading on um. I want to say it was Kotaku, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, and if it is, I'll find the link and throw it in the show notes. Uh, where they were saying the way that they think, uh, if that's the case, like if, if the new system really doesn't uh, allow used games, that the, the only way that Microsoft could really get this to work is if they go, all right, you know, it doesn't allow used games, but every game released through, you know, Microsoft Game Studios will will have a maximum price of $40 and like in the US at least cuz the the US the retail price for games is uh 60. Yep. So essentially saying every game that we that we publish will be, you know, a max price of 40 bucks. That's going to cause the other develop, you know, the other publishers aren't going to aren't going to keep releasing theirs at 60 because they know people are just going to, you know, there's going to be a bunch of games out there that are cheaper. So they're going to kind of have to kind of, they're going to be pushed down to that $40 price as well. And it's one of the things they were saying that they think that game developers would actually be able to get a, you know, like it, it isn't as terrible for them as people would think because it, um, like they don't make any money from used game sales. So right now, like everyone would be buying new and yeah, it would be a bit less, but they'd still be getting more sales than they would if it was, you know, 60 bucks for a new game and then someone bought it from, you know, EB games for 10 bucks a year later. Right. You know, either, either way, all the money is going straight to them and it's just, 
you know, in different increments, but it's, it's still all there, you know, all still, it's still all coming to them and probably more than they were getting before. Um, but that, that of course is assuming a, that this is actually going to happen in the sense that, you know, it is actually going to block these games and that if so, Microsoft actually does come out and say, you know, we're make we're capping the price at 40. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it would certainly be, uh, I think it would certainly be in their best interest to do so because if they're going to if they're going to essentially block people from being able to play used games on their system then you know it's up to them to make that to make users want to continue buying their games like there's no reason if you know it it could make the difference between whether or not somebody buys the console or not. Like people, right. uh, like there are plenty of people who go, who, out there who buy used games. Myself being one of them, I buy used games because I want to try them out. I don't necessarily want to to sink eighty bucks into a game where I could, you know, when I could possibly, you know, pick up a game that somebody else somebody else doesn't want for for twenty bucks. Right. Uh, typically. I I will buy the full price games if I if I know that the game is going to be good and if I know that the game is going to be one that I'm going to enjoy. Uh, as an example, Assassin's Creed, all of the all of those games I've actually bought uh, firsthand. Right. Um. So you know so but but in the other on the other hand uh you know some of the some of the you know i've i've picked up games for you know for like um uh, tom clancy and stuff like that those sort of games where i don't really like and i mean i'm not a i'm not a I'm not a gamer that sits down regularly and plays the game, like plays games by myself, because most of the time, I have, I, I feel like I have something better that I can be doing, uh, something that actually, you know, where I'm actually doing something that I generate a result as opposed to sitting down and and uh, playing a game, and that's fine for you know, as in, you know, for yourself and for other people who who do enjoy sitting down and you know. Uh, and smashing out a game on a regular basis that's not like i'm not picking on you there i'm just saying that you know that's not that's not how i how i do things uh i typically game socially like i'll i'll pull out the pull out the xbox when somebody comes over i might pull out the xbox if i if if a new new release has come out that i'm particularly interested in like assassin's creed uh or in the case of the wii u recently uh super mario so you know i have i have some games that i like to play myself and but most of the time i play socially so given that that's the case i'm not going to sit down and play a tom clancy game all the way through to the end and and find all the you know the hidden bits and stuff like that I just I just right. want to be able to sit down with with you know with you or Kieran and just you know and just kind of button mash for for you know a half hour or so <laughs> or, or all day or whatever. But it's it's a it's all about hanging out and it's all about you know the the social aspect of it as opposed to uh, as opposed to the game. And I'm not and I'm not keen to pay like I'm not keen to pay eighty ninety dollars for a game that I might might play once. You know, because right. I'm picking it up for for a, you know a gaming session with with mates. It's it's I don't know. It's one of those things where you know things things cost so much, and even more so in Australia. Like, uh, and you know, one of the the government is actually looking into this at the moment, and at some point we might actually um we might actually uh, cover that in a little bit more detail. 
but th- prices for stuff can definitely stand to go down uh, yeah. in this in this day and age. And I would certainly be happy to pay uh, to to download products if it if it meant that I could get them slightly cheaper. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's going to... I mean, I guess we'll have a little bit of time to see how Microsoft handles this. And, you know, for all we know, they might not do anything with you. You know, it might... None of these rumors could be true. And then, you know, uh, we'll talk about it when the Xbox 9 comes out. Indeed, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yes. So, I think that's about all that we have time for this week. If you are interested in reading any of the show notes uh, that we have linked to throughout the episode, then you can, and you can find all of the links and that and uh, their titles, I guess. You can find the links at on our website at jellyandbean.co forward slash 12. Yes. Uh, if you would like to get in contact with us and talk to us about anything in particular, uh, if you would like to throw your weight in on the Australian tax thing that may come up in a future episode, you can certainly do that. You can find our contact form at jellyandbean.co forward slash contact. Now, if you would like to talk to either myself or Brandon uh, in person, well, not in person, but on Twitter, uh, and, you know, individually is probably the word that I'm looking for, uh, you can do so. Uh, Brandon can be found on Twitter at BrandroidAttack, and I am at JellyBeanSoup. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. It's We look forward to talking to you again next week. Bye.